a literal kick in the butt, a woozy quarterback in Miami, and a division leader with less than 50 pass attempts in three games? So goes week three in the 2022 NFL season. Welcome back into the opinionated sound room of ISM. I'm Dave, and I'm joined by my self-deprecating brother, Josh. And this is Irreverent Sports Meandering, a podcast where two brothers from two states away try to bond by arguing sports. If you'd like to join in the irreverence, you can email us at ismdaveandjosh at gmail.com. Remember... We are not professionals, so if you don't like our opinion, we're okay with you being wrong. <laughs> We've got a great show for you tonight, though. We will wish a happy birthday to an all-time great wide receiver, go through each of our Mount, Rushmore, Mount Rushmore's of quarterbacks that we thought would suck but ended up being great, and break down the top five games of the week, and one of them is always the Bears. But first, what happened to our Weeks 2 show? Today is September 28th, 2022. Let's get irreverent. So, Josh, what happened to our week two show, man? Does a dog ate my homework work in this scenario? I think it does. I think it does. Yeah. Dog ate your homework. I get it. I get it. We just were busy. We had things going on. We love doing the show, but couldn't make it. Couldn't make yep. it happen last week. So, yeah, we we love doing the show. We love um, putting this together and and talking football. But sometimes, unfortunately, and fortunately, life pulls us in other directions. So, but let's let's go ahead. Let's just get into week three, Josh. Let's get into the games. All right, like I I am ready. It's been two weeks. Let's break down these week three games. And the first one, of course, is the most important. The Texans came into Chicago and lost a close one, 23 to 20. What were your thoughts on that game? Well, this game solidified for me that Justin Fields is not the answer for the Bears. I agree. Yeah. But they 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 literally have less than 50 pass attempts for the season, but yet are leading their division. Yeah, and we're doing that with a solid running game uh, with an O-line that I was not expecting to do this well. Yeah, um, I mean, we really got to tip our hats to uh, uh, the offensive coordinator and the the, uh, the line uh, coach. Yeah, they're, they're doing stuff that I did not even think that they were going to be able to do. But you know what? Run blocking yeah. is the kind of one of those things that sometimes can hide a bad defensive or a bad offensive line. You know, it's really the pass blocking that really makes you makes you bleed. So yeah, but the thing um, is, and I truly believe this, is that if your team is set up this way, um, I think you could still win games in the NFL. I don't know if you can win a Super Bowl, but you can still win games running the ball. Yeah, I, I do. I think so too. Obviously, Kyle Shanahan has gone to a Super Bowl doing that. Um, a couple right. other choice teams have have gotten a lot of success, but yeah, you're right. It's, so when to go to the Super Bowl and win it really requires you to have a, a pretty decent passing game. You can't be you can't be trying to play play action your way to a, a championship. Yeah, and I would definitely say that Fields is not it. I like him as a person. I think he's a great individual, but I just don't know if he's an NFL quarterback. In fact, I think I do know he's not an NFL quarterback. Um that game was a lot closer um than that even that 23-20 makes it look um, the Texans, like we would have gone into overtime if it wasn't for Roquan Smith. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, he was he's the best player on our team. He did a best player thing, you know, and he did. He stepped the, up. Yep, did Eddie Jackson have another interception, too? I don't know. I can't remember that. I um, thought he did. I, re- I thought he had another interception. Yeah, no, the- he did. He did have an interception. Yeah. So, I mean, our top defensive players showed up. And Jalen Johnson's the third, but he was injured. So, yeah, no, I I think our defense is you know middle of the road, and they're they're kind of holding their own, and our playmakers are are doing things. So that's so good. What do, we, what do we think about the Texans though? I think the Texans are uh, in trouble because they just lost to the Bears. So <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. And now the Bears go and play the Giants, who aren't that great. Um. Think about this. The Bears could be three and one. 
Could it be the worst three and one team in the history of the NFL? Could be. It po- possibly. I think most teams that are like ours are usually a good 0-4 or 0-4 after week four. Exactly. Exactly. So, oh, well, well, I, Eberflus is doing a good job with smoke and mirrors. So good job, man. Game two. The Colts upset the Chiefs at home by a score of 20 to 17. Josh, I don't know if you watched every play of this game, um, but I did. And the Colts. Um, they didn't so much win the game as the Chiefs lost it, especially because of their special teams. They had a fumble. They had they were caught at the one-yard line a couple times. They had bad returns. The Chiefs lost this game because of their special teams. Your thoughts? Yeah, it was 100% right. Not having Butker was absolutely devastating. If they had Butker mm-hmm. healthy and playing in this game, they went. No problem. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree. I think the Colts just... Um, now I will say this, Matt Ryan looked better and better as the game went on. And I think he's just getting used to being with these new play callers and these new players and learning their thing, their, uh, idiosyncrasies. And I think the Colts will be better as the season goes on. Yeah. I mean, Matt Ryan just, he just seems like he's a little bit unaware in the pocket though. I think he had like a couple fumbles that he was able to recover, I think, but I just, yeah, I don't think he's 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 keeping it together, but just barely. Well, mm. I think that I think he's thinking too much. Like, I think he's thinking too much because, like, for so long he's been in the Falcons. He's been with the Falcons. He's had the the players. He's had the coaches. He's had the play calling. He knew exactly what he was doing. Now he's got new players going new directions, thinking new ways with new call play calling. Um, and and I think he's just thinking too much. And now as the game went on, you could see that he thought less and less and started just going with the flow. Okay. You can see that. And then huge question. Why aren't the Colts using Jonathan Taylor? Like he looks good when he's out there, but why aren't they using him more? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know if they're just trying to look like limit his reps because last year he got so much work and, uh, I think it's like a, almost a hundred percent chance that he gets injured this year if they use him the same amount. So mm-hmm. they might be trying to just limit his reps just because they want to keep him healthy. Game three. Dolphins at home won a back and forth affair with the Bills, twenty-one to nineteen. Um, the Bills just ran out of time. I thought the Bills played way better than the Dolphins did, like way better. They had more yards, more time of possession, um, and they just ran out of time. Yeah, I mean, I think, did you see that last throw where Josh Allen kind of threw it into the ground where they were trying to score the touchdown to keep the game uh, to yeah. take the lead? Mm-hmm. I think he may have injured his finger or something, and I think he just oh, messed wow. up the throw because um, I think he hit it on someone's helmet like a couple plays before that. But... Um, but I, it's not I, on. It's not on the injury report. I know that's the weird thing. That's why I was kind of like, huh, maybe it's not. Maybe you just messed it up. But do you see Tua take that hit and then get up and then wobble and then almost fall down? Yeah. And then, he was, um, and then yeah. he was allowed to go back in the game. Yeah. Let's talk about that. How, how do you feel about that? Um, is this okay? I mean, they say that it was some type of nerve problem it wasn't a concussion like a, a head problem um what and so they're obviously banged his head off the ground i know and it went to get crazy. up and could not stand because of he was literally falling over woozy yeah that's why they're they're investigating it to make sure that like mm-hmm. you know everything was followed properly but i mean yeah it, it did seem to me that he obviously was concussed but i mean what what can you do it's like if they say it's a nerve problem, he's fine. He's fine, you know. So, yeah. okay. I just okay, feel I like I, I, I did I, not hear that nerve thing. I can't remember where I heard that. I think it was may have been on ESPN where they were just like, where the the trainer base was, or the person doing the checks was like, yeah, some type like some type of nerve issue can cause you to like lose your balance or something. But I have no idea. It sounds like made up to me, but. And then uh, the other big thing that happened was that uh, punt in the butt. That was like one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Um, yeah, 
I, I would I would say that that was the uh, most hilarious thing I've seen all year. I I mean, so what happened? The the for those of you who didn't see the play is the what what do they call the guy who stands behind the line? Isn't he the up man or something? Yeah, the up man, uh, who is kind of like the last ditch protection for the punter, uh, just took too many steps back because I think he just forgot he was in the end zone, right? And he just took one too many steps back, and the kicker kicked the ball right into his butt. Like it looked like he got spanked. Like I was surprised he didn't take his hand and go, oh. Yeah, I mean there has been some very interesting like freeze frames for uh, memes for that particular. Is there? Oh, I haven't seen any memes. You got to send them my way. <laughs> yeah, but I, I like it, it. It went back. Like basically, he just punted it back backwards. So right, like right when they're trying to win the game, they punt it backwards, give the Bills the safety and the ball back, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and they had it, but Josh Allen decided to throw the ball into the dirt. Yeah, the, the the fantasy footballers they said they can't believe that it's not getting more play like more play time on on the sports networks and and I agree I haven't seen it anywhere like I was like blown away by this play literally never seen it ever and they have, it's like the NFL is ignoring it yeah I mean like we cannot let Mark Sanchez forget about the bug fumble right this, exactly right like he literally lives in that moment his he whole is life. the bug fumble guy for all right, eternity. Exactly. Generations, he will be known as Mark the Butt Fumble Sanchez. Right. But at the same time, I couldn't tell you what the name of the up man was that took the ball in the butt. Yeah. I mean, it's it's quite possibly like one of the funniest plays in my life. And nobody's talking <laughs> quite about Quite possibly. It might be one of the greatest moments in my life, actually. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's yeah, a little, is, maybe that's a little just, hyperbole. Did you like see it and you just sat down on the couch? You're like, yep, doesn't get any better than this. Is that. Is that really what happened? That's exactly what happened. And then I took a drink of my milk. <laughs> yep. Not cold milk, slightly warm. Like slightly that, warm milk. Yeah. That actually had some Oreo crumbs in it Still in because it. of dipping. So game four. What, what Vikings came from behind twice to beat the Lions 28 to 24. Um, dude, the Lions can't finish. They are talented. They really are talented, and I'm impressed by them. But they can't finish. Yeah, I, I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown looked amazing. Uh, I thought I thought the quarterback making, looked pretty like, decent. Yeah, um, Goff was actually making really decent throws. Yeah, I thought Goff looked good. Yeah, like much. I mean, Jalen Regler was definitely. Uh, I'm sorry, not Jalen Regler. <laughs> My lord. Uh, DeAndre Swift was definitely good uh, until uh, he went out of the game. And then yeah. Jamal Williams looked good. And Williams looked good, and then they just lost. I just very interesting. It also really illustrates that the Bears, even though are two and one, are definitely the worst team in the NFC. Oh yeah, we're worse than Detroit. Like I'm actually afraid to play Detroit. For like, sure. I don't think I would ever say that in my life. But yes, going to get destroyed. It's going to be so ugly. They might score 50 points on us. Like, it'll be crazy. Um, but but how about, how ridiculous, though, the Vikings are down 14-0. Okay, come back. Then they're down by 10 points. And then with less than, I think, less than nine minutes, win the game. It, 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 was, it was so amazing to watch. And, man, I'm not going to lie. They're the... The Lions' offense looked solid, but it looked like the defense just kind of fell apart at the end. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, the Vikings. Let's let's give the Vikings a little bit of credit here because they 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 do have a good offense. Kirk Cousins is mm-hmm. doing quite well. Um, Delvin Cook is a great runner. Madison came up big with their touchdown. Yeah, I, I mean, the Vikings are good enough. Have the talent to. Um, impose their will on defenses, and the Lions, I think, just couldn't couldn't keep it together. You know, they just. What's crazy is they shut Justin Jefferson down, and they still lost. Yeah, but I mean, you know, they shut him down. And they had a good shot to win. So I mean, they it... really did. They really did. I don't know what they did to shut down Jefferson, but the Bears need to do it. I don't know if we can. And uh, did you realize that I think Jalen Rager, who is their punt returner now, who is drafted by the Eagles was taken one spot before Justin Jefferson. In the yeah. Yeah, I did. I read an article on that actually. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. 
That is absolutely hilarious. It's so funny, like how two players can be so different and be drafted. In, like, it just tells you that the NFL draft is is a crapshoot. Yeah, like, exactly. You hope that you go into it knowing what you're doing, and then you you just you end up taking these players that you think are going to be great, and then they're not. And then sometimes you take a player and you don't think he's well. No, they probably all think it's going to be great, but we think they're not going to be great, and then they are, which we'll talk a little bit more about in a second. Game five. Jaguars shut down the power in the Chargers by beating them 38 to 10. Um, Josh, are the Jaguars for real? Um, I mean, uh, I hate to play the, well, Trevor Lawrence was drafted to be great card because I hate that card. But, I mean, he really had a good game. Yeah, His team was really good, really crisp. They the game was a lot closer than like yes, it was as it was like it re- yeah. like and that's always always kind of stupid to say, but like I mean it was pretty close all the way up until close to the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So so I don't I don't necessarily think that they're dominating, but no. And if Herbert wasn't injured, they would have gotten they would have lost. Like, I know it's hard to say that when they lost 38 to 10, but with Herbert's ribs, like, you could tell he was not the same. Yeah, I mean, whenever you have a quarterback that has fractured rib cartilage, that's that's right. going to be a problem for your team. But 100%. Yeah, and he was overthrowing people and throwing into the ground a lot. Um, I was actually shocked. And then all of a sudden, he'd, like, throw a dime, and you're like, what the frick? Like, <laughs> showing why he's so good. Um, and then I'm going to say this too. I think they would have won as well if they played Ekelar. Like, yeah, what are they, they doing? They played Sony Michelle and that costed them so much. They, I don't know if you saw the, the, the entire game, but Sony Michelle had a perfect pass thrown to him. It bounced off his hands, the most perfect place and right into the arms of the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. Um, and I don't, I can't remember if he ran it back for a touchdown. No, he didn't, but, but it gave the, gave them the, the ball super close. Yeah. I, I don't know what they're doing over there. Like you have Austin Eckler who is quite good. Yeah. He's yeah. In, and he looked good. Like he looked good. And every, everything he, you, you have him do, he's good at, but still mm-hmm. you run out a totally average, not very good. Sony Michelle. Yep. Like five carries. I think he had, and Austin Eckler only got four. Um, I, I just don't know what you're doing. Like, how about, uh, James Robinson though? I mean, wow. Yeah. That guy really can play football. Well, like very, yeah, no, totally. Yeah. I was very impressed. Um, you know, ETN looked good too. Yeah. That's the one thing I was also, I was also thinking, I'm like, you know, Robinson definitely looks good at his field vision looks great. He's, but ETN really has that, like that, like second, like second gear speed. Like it just, yeah. Use that like next level speed, which is great. But I mean, Robinson, I still think looked better in general. Yeah, nope, I agree. I agree. James Robinson looked good. I don't think I can trade for him now. <laughs> I don't think so. What if I give him Cooper Cup? <laughs> I, he might take it. <laughs> I, I feel like I got to stop saying that. Good Lord. <laughs> um. All right. Well, that was our top five games of the week and one of them is always the bears uh josh let's go into uh our uh you know normally we have a top five segment um we may be maybe evolving it a little we're gonna have our mount rushmore um and this week's question is who is on your mount rushmore of quarterbacks that you thought would be bad but ended up being good Do you want me so to kick this off, or do yeah, you, would you like? Why to? don't you kick? Why don't you kick it off? Kick us off. We'll go back and forth. This first one hurts. I'd like everyone to know. Anyone who like actually listens to the show knows this hurts for me. But my number one is is going to be Russell Wilson. I he was a third round draft pick. I have since the day he was drafted always thought he did not look good. I always <laughs> felt like he looked frantic in the pocket. He disappears for games at a time. But he has won a Super Bowl, gone to another Super Bowl, 
He's fourth on the career passer rating list, which is wow. Wow. Um, he also was a passing touchdown leader one season. I, this is a guy that I really did not like, and I really can't say that he's not good anymore. Like he is more than well, above average. Well, no, he's above average, but he's, I think you can he, say now he's not good, but he's also old. <laughs> well, he's also getting old. Yeah. It's a different story. He's like, what, in right. his 10th, 11th season? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. No, he's long. More than that, I think. No, I think it was 2012. Was it 12? No. So. 12? I think so. Was it not? No, you could be right. You could be right. All right, we'll say 12. But yeah, so Russell Wilson is number one on my, my Mount Rushmore. What is yours? Actually, he was drafted the same year as Kirk Cousins, too. Do you know that? Um. Anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah, so my number one is maybe arguably the best quarterback in the NFL um, right now. Uh, and that's Patrick Mahomes. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I didn't like any of the three quarterbacks that were coming out that year, Trubisky, um, Watson and Mahomes, but Mahomes was the one I thought was the farthest. Like he was, he wasn't super accurate in college. He just kind of threw the deep ball. He looked kind of weird. And I was like, yeah, he played at Texas tech. You know, I don't know. I don't know about this kid. And then the Bears took Trubisky, and I was like, Ugh, whatever. I actually wanted Deshaun Watson, but uh, I'm glad we didn't get him now. Um, but uh, he is amazing. He sat almost his entire first year, only playing in the last game of the year, learning behind Alex Smith and um, uh, his head coach. And then the very first year he comes out, they go to the AFC Championship. And they've gone to the AFC Championship every single year that he has been a starting quarterback. I don't think you can ask for much more. So Patrick Mahomes is probably, it's not my most egregious, I'm not going to lie to you, which I know is going to be shocking, but Patrick Mahomes is on my Mount Rushmore of players or quarterbacks that I thought would be terrible and ended up being great. What else you got, Josh? Uh, my next one um, is a good segue from uh, Mahomes because I'm going with his predecessor, Alex Smith. I, uh, he's obviously not of a great greatest caliber quarterback, but uh, for those of you who watched football, uh, know that he played for a different team before the Kansas City Chiefs, mm -hmm. the San Francisco 49ers. And it's almost like his career had two careers because when he played for SF, what, did he get benched like every three weeks? For no, the backup didn't he quarterback, take, he took the team to the Super Bowl, didn't he? No, no, that was Colin Kaepernick. Only, only when Alex Smith got injured, Kaepernick came in. Yeah, but then he, Kaepernick kept the job. Did he? Okay. So I mean, it's the same thing. <laughs> he fair, got fair. benched and got benched for the rest of his career. Yeah, um, that's it was SF. So, um, but yeah, no, he was he was benched every every other week. It seemed like for the backup. He came in in the same draft as Aaron Rodgers, drafted much earlier than him. Yeah, yeah. Number so one overall. I, I really just had no good opinion about about him at all. And then Eddie Reid gets fired from Philadelphia, takes a job in KC, and they pick up Alex Smith, I think, off of uh, free agency. Um, and then yeah, Alex Smith turned around his entire career. He he actually um, had the NFL. He had an NFL passer rating leader. Sorry, oh my gosh, I can't talk. He was the NFL passer rating leader for a year, which is Ooh. crazy for a guy who was getting benched left and right. Um, you know, he he himself did not take the team to great levels, but for a guy who everyone left for dead to put together a you know last kind of four or five years like he did, I think is actually pretty. Pretty good. So that is my number two is Alex Smith. I can't believe you said left for dead. You know, literally he almost died. Oh my Lord. You're right. That's. <laughs> that is I know all. you didn't do it on purpose. You're good though. I Alex like it. Smith. It's funny. Alex Smith, nothing but love, please. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> PT. Um, <laughs> um, my number two on my Mount Rushmore um, is another quarterback that maybe is emerging 
right now is maybe the best quarterback in the NFL. In fact, my boss today said that he thinks he'll be the MVP of the league, and that's Josh Allen. Uh, I just, man, he is the, he is, he is an unbelievable quarterback. Uh, he is heads and shoulders above the other quarterbacks taken in his class. Let's go through those. Um, that was uh, um, Sam Darnold. That was Josh Rosen. Uh, that was uh, um, uh, Baker Mayfield. Um, Josh Allen is heads above the rest of them. Um, so, I mean, kudos to him. Kudos to him. His first year, he was all over the place. He wasn't accurate. And then he worked on it. And then he got good. And now, I, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but he's, he's playing pretty great. I don't want to say he is great yet. I think you need a few more years to be great, but he is playing great. So Josh Allen is my number two. My number three is Michael Vick. Shut up. So is mine. <laughs> um, well, Michael Vick, as many of you know, uh, came to the league as the first pick overall. Um I was super excited about it because he was an absolute electric player. Um, he was yeah. the fastest man on the field, yet he was the quarterback. Uh, from a passing perspective, he was always quite weak in the beginning of his career because he just didn't prepare for games. Um, but, you know, then he had his the middle of his career where he uh, had to go to prison for a couple of years. And once he got out of prison, he... I pretty much at that point had basically decided he was just a really good runner. You know, that's what he was. Right. Right. And then, you know, good old Andy Reed, you know, bringing it back to, you know, tying this all together. Good old Andy Reed. <laughs> Andy uh, Reed. Yeah. Gave, gave him a shot and he came, came in, in relief of was it done. It was Donovan McNabb and Holy cow. He lit up the world. He could, mm. He still was every bit as effective on the ground, yet he was a great presence in the pocket. You know, he didn't have like gaudy passing numbers, but he was he finished second in MVP voting one year. Um, he it was you know, a remarkable turnaround. It really and, was. And and what stinks is that looking at what Michael Vick did on his second go around in the NFL really shows you that if you know he had had the same work ethic in the beginning of his career or just maybe had the right guidance. Cause I'm sure a lot of guys coming out of college have a bad work ethic. Yeah. Um, you know, but if you, maybe you just had a better guidance, like I believe he probably could have been the best quarterback that we've ever seen. And, you know, obviously that didn't come to fruition. Um, but you know, he was a guy that kind of left for dead again, you know, but he was, he's absolutely good. And, uh, yeah, there was beyond this for sure. Yeah, no, I, I second everything you said. In fact, although I will say this, um, I just didn't think he was going to be good in the NFL at all. Um, I was excited. Like he was great at Virginia Tech, but I was more excited for Drew Brees getting drafted. In fact, Drew Brees was drafted first pick of the second round by the Chargers. And I told everybody Drew Brees is going to be a better quarter than my quarterback than Michael Vick. And I wasn't wrong, but Michael Vick ended up being really solid and way better than I ever thought he could be. Um, and you're right. That second turn of his career really showed that he had matured, you know, like mm -hmm. it was like that, that moment when all of a sudden, man, I really screwed up and went to jail for all this stuff. Um, and he came out, apologized for it, made reparations, um, by, uh, you know, donating time and helping dogs that were, uh, abused. Um, and then going into the NFL and just really becoming a mature man. Um, and he was fantastic. That second part of his career, the first part of his career, he was still fantastic. He was exciting to watch. Mm -hmm. He took him to the playoffs. He took him to the playoffs, a, a very untalented Falcons team. He took to the playoffs. Um, but then, you know, with, again, with Andy Reid, and again, I don't know if you noticed, but Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes, Michael Vick, all Andy Reid, you know, like that guy's a freaking quarterback whisperer. Um, mm -hmm. but Michael Vick like is, uh, is, is on there. Um, what's your last one on your Mount Rushmore? So last one, uh, we're going to, we're going to bring it back to that, uh, one Russell Wilson. And I'm going to tie that in with Kirk cousins who's taking in the same draft. Mm. And 
you know, Kirk Cousins uh, was taken in the fourth round. He's taken three rounds after the Washington Redskins had already taken RG3. Um, mm -hmm. And RG3 was someone I was really excited about. Um, we all know what kind of happened there with injuries and everything. Um, and Kirk Cousins came in in relief of him. And, you know, he had a couple of really good games. In fact, I remember he was kind of the savior of, like, fantasy football one year because he actually came in and had a string of games during the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, I remember, and yeah. I think he won our friend Dan's title. Yeah, I remember. That's when Dan, like, fell in love with him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, – but then, you know, then the – his like, his next opportunities, he didn't look so good. Uh, I believe Washington ended up uh, treating him to the Vikings. Um and what he did was like not a meteoric rise, but he kind of just slowly put himself together as a quarterback. And, you know, he's not amazing, but, you know, he's put him like he is a perennial decent starter in the NFL, which is a hard thing to do, especially after like you've had such little success starting out. So uh, he, he is definitely on my list here. And can, can I say something about Kirk Cousins, though? Like, so. so with the Redskins, he was pretty solid, man. With Kyle Shanahan as his head, as his uh, offensive coordinator, they were really good. And with him quarterbacking, and then he had Sean McVay as his quarterbacks coach. Like he was, he was doing really well. And he ended up, he actually wasn't traded to the Vikings. He signed with them as a free agent and and signed like the highest quarterback um, contract ever. Oh, he, he was. I could have sworn that he was traded to the Vikings, and the Vikings traded Case Keenum to. Someone else. I don't know why I was thinking that. No, I mean, you, I mean, I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I do know that he signed a monster contract with the Vikings. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, I would agree. Uh, although I thought he was going to be better than he is. Like I, I remember watching him at Michigan State and really torching Notre Dame, and thinking, "Wow, this kid's really good." Um, mm -hmm. And he came to the Washington, and he ended up taking those steps. And I was like, "Oh, here we go, here we go." And then he just never got over that hump. You know, he's still good. He's just not great. And I always thought he'd be great, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, I understand what you're saying. Um, but for me, he didn't reach the levels that I thought he would reach. But he's still good. Um, so my fourth is egregious. It's egregious. I remember in 1998, I said, Ryan Leaf is going to be the best quarterback out of that draft. Do you know who else was in that draft? Yeah. Peyton Manning. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton freaking Manning. I remember watching him in college and being like, oh, he can't win the big game. He's terrible. He's going to be terrible in the NFL. You know, and I liked Ryan Leaf. He was athletic and he could run and, and he could throw that bomb. And I was like, oh, man, Peyton Manning's going to be terrible in the NFL. Um, two Super Bowls, um, incredible amount of money he's made, uh, Pro Bowl after Pro Bowl after Pro Bowl, um, Hall of Fame, first ballot Hall of Famer, Peyton Manning, uh, had proved me wrong. <laughs> Peyton Manning <laughs> is maybe, he's in the top five greatest quarterbacks of all time. And I said he wasn't going to be good. And that Ryan Leaf, who ended up being in the top five greatest busts of all time. <laughs> like, it was literally the most egregious moment of my life. Oh, my gosh. And yeah, I had not that been was, able to live it down. That was awesome. Because that, that was, like, the first real, like, divergent we had, opinion we had on people. Oh, like, totally. In football. Yeah. And you know, that was the first year we did fantasy football, too. Actually, that's not true. It was uh, the it was the the Bledsoe Meyer uh, draft that I think we we had our first divergent theories on quarterbacks because you thought Bledsoe was going to be good, I thought Meyer was going to be good. Oh, so it's the opposite, yeah. And that was the opposite. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was. Uh, I feel like I've been taking like a what is that like a twenty five year victory lap on that one. It's been great. I know, and I you should, <laughs> and you should. Ugh. I tell you. Anyway. All right. Well, that was our Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks that we said wouldn't be good, but ended up being pretty darn good, if not the greatest quarterback in the NFL ever. Um, anyway, let's move on to the next uh, thing, Josh. Um, 
dude, I would love for you to give me the question of the week. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is ranked third on that career passer list, and he or that career passer rating list, and he used to be ranked number one. Can you name the two quarterbacks drafted after 2016 that have usurped him on the career passer rating list? Patrick Mahomes? That's one. Is he one or two? He's the number one. Okay. Um, let me think. Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Um, Okay, AFC or NFC? Uh, AFC. AFC. Would you like a hint? Justin Herbert? No. Derek Carr? No. Would, would you like a hint? Yes. They were. He was drafted in the same draft as Patrick Mahomes. Shut up. Mitch Trib... No, I'm joking. <laughs> Deshaun Watson? Yep, that's the one. Really? Deshaun Watson? I would never have guessed that. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. I even thought Lamar Jackson before I thought him. Lamar Jackson passer rating? No, I agree. I agree. It's 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 right. I agree. I mean, he's he's definitely become a good passer, but he... Yeah, no, he had a few not, years. He had a few years there that were... Very suspect. <laughs> yeah. But, well, um, yeah. Wow. That was a great question. Oh, that's interesting. I'm going to ask that to my boss tomorrow. That'll be interesting. Um, all right. Well, Josh, let's uh, speaking of um, Lamar Jackson, uh, let's get into some fantasy football talk. Uh, sounds great to me. How did all your right. team, how did your team do this week? Um, my team did amazing <laughs> and by amazing, not amazing. Um, we won. Um, but man, I Just tell barely. you, I mean, Josh, I mean, the fantasy gods were like trying to get you to lose. you like, David Montgomery went down. Joe Mixon got pinged up. Like, I know. I was like, what, what was frick? happening? It's I know. And like, so like each of the three weeks, Josh, I don't know if you realize this, but week one, week two, and this week I played the person who scored the most points in our league. Yeah, like I said, the fantasy answers are just really against you this year. Holy I, it's, cow. It's brutal. And my team is really good. Like, I haven't scored less than 140 points yet. I think you scored 137 last week. But, yeah. That, oh, no, no, that's right. They got that sack at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah, you're right. So I scored, like, around, like, it might be 139. But still, like, I haven't scored less than 140 yet. And I'm one and two. It's hmm. unbelievable. Unbelievable. How did your team do? Well, um, this year has not been going good for me. The first week I won all three leagues that I'm in, and then I haven't won a game since. So, oh, Rick, are you serious? Yeah, I've gone 0-6 in my three leagues over the last two weeks, so that's delightful. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it too much. Why don't we just move into our fantasy football superstars of the week? Well, and that leads me to Lamar Jackson. Uh, he is my quarterback, and he was unbelievable. He's the first quarterback in history, Josh in history to have back-to-back -back weeks of three passing touchdowns and over a hundred yards rushing. Wow. That is crazy. I know because he runs like Michael Vick, but throws like Deshaun Watson. Yeah. It's pretty, he's a pretty good player. He's a pretty good NFL quarterback. Yeah. I'm really glad I took him with the sixth overall with the sixth, uh, sixth round pick. Yeah. I just, Oh God, if I had I, him, I would be, it sent you spiraling. I would be, I would be undefeated in that league if I had it. All right. So, <laughs> uh, my superstar of the week is Devonte Smith. It's a guy that kind of may have or not two weeks ago told people to drop. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I wanted to give him his props. He, he had a humongous day, and he last week he did good. So he's definitely on his way to. Being a good asset, maybe you should pick him back up. Uh, bust player of the week. <laughs> Did you, you try to trade him all week last week? I'm moving on. I'm moving on <laughs> <laughs> from that day. So, um, who do you got for your bust of the week? Um, all top running backs drafted in fantasy football: <laughs> oh God, Kamara, bro. Mixon, Taylor, CMC, Derek Henry, Devontae Williams. 
Well, oh, yes. Williams, um, uh, David Montgomery, uh, all of them, all of all, them, just every single one. We're they they were bust this week. Yeah, so bad. <laughs> Um, like, I got, it I, really I, is true. It's really true. Like if you took a running back in the first round this year, your team is not doing that great. I have Joe Flacco is kind of like a ha ha to everyone who's chasing the points of Joe Flacco. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a jerk. I think he had like two points. I, I may have been he, three. He didn't, he didn't have a great week. No, no, he's Joe Flacco. So, well, he's old. Like he was good at one time. I don't think he's ever been a good fantasy option, really. But Oh, no, I don't think so either. But he won a Super Bowl, so. Yeah, but, I mean, did he win it or did Jacoby Jones win it, the real Super Bowl MVP of that Super Bowl? Exactly. Or did Ray Lewis win it? Exactly. I mean, that's fine, too. But it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, he did throw four it touchdowns. Wasn't black. He did yeah. throw four touchdowns. Okay, let's, let's, let's not lie about that. But you know, uh, He's another quarterback that I said would be terrible, and he ended up being okay. And I don't know. I've never liked Joe Blacko. And I don't I'd think if he he should not sniff the Hall of Fame. Oh no, 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 no. He will not sniff the Hall of Fame. No way. Um who do you got for your ad of the week? Uh my ad for this week is either Dak Prescott. He's gonna be coming back in a couple weeks. Um, or Khalil Herbert. If he's on your waiver, which in some leagues he's just wasn't. Yeah, I, I don't know what it looks like. Uh, we, I mean, in all my leagues, he's already been taken because I think people s- saw this exact thing play out last year, so we kind of know better. But right. I have Jamal Williams as my ad because it De- uh, injured DeAndre Swift, and he looked really good. So uh, I can't pick him up because I have principles, but <laughs> you may if you'd like. I was trying to shame uh, my, my friend Joel at work. <laughs> Because he was looking at picking up Jamal Williams. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Shame. Uh, who Who's do you your have? Drop? My drop is Darnell Mooney. Um, oh, that's hurt. I you mean, listen, time. listen. He's got the most percentage targets of the Bears. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's like, like six for like <laughs> yeah. all year long. Okay. That's the real, that's the reality of the situation. And you, you just, just let it go. Just, oh, we all wanted it to happen. We all wanted it to happen, but it didn't. Ugh. We have My, yet uh, <clears throat> another year of only one bear player being relevant. Right. Um, my drop is any Chiefs wide receiver. <laughs> any of them. Pick one. Just drop them. <laughs> yeah, Juju uh, is not what I thought he was going to be this year. No, nobody is. Like, and, and mostly it's because Mahomes is just passing it around to everybody. Like, Mahomes is going to get his points, but like... Um, He's just not going to choose one wide receiver to throw it to. I would tell you that CEH is a better pickup than any of the Chiefs wide receivers. CEH is not on the free agent wire. No, no, he's not. He's not. So. But maybe you can trade for him. Although, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he's he's nearing the end of his run. You think so? Yeah, I'm not a big CEH fan. Well, I know you're not, but I mean, Pacheco has only gotten like a couple of runs here and there. No, Pacheco, right. It's not going to be. Yeah, he is not. And he hasn't looked that great either. He's fumbled quite a bit, actually. He looks fast, but I mean, yeah, there are a lot of running backs that look fast. I remember the goal is you got to be able to like like run with the ball. (laughs) So I I remember like J.D. McKissick when he first started with Seattle, he like had this run, and it was like he it looked like everybody was standing still. He was so fast. So I of course ran to the free agent wire and picked him up. And I don't think he ran the ball again for four or five weeks. So. Oh, no. Really? Was, yeah. So I've now learned that just because someone looks fast doesn't mean that he's a good pickup. All right. So true. So true. So he, you said he – yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow. You know he was drafted by the Falcons? Who? McKissick. He was? Interesting. Yeah. Uh, he was – he signed with the Atlanta Falcons after going undrafted. And his first first touch in the NFL was a 101-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. And then, and then, like, that same year, like, he got waived that same year. And he was picked up by the Seattle Seahawks in, De- in December of 16. So his rookie year, he had a 101-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. 
then was waived on September 3rd and then was picked up um, on December 20th by the Seattle Seahawks. Interesting. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? Just interesting roads to the NFL some players have had. It is interesting sometimes when you see players like that. Yeah. Um, speaking of players that had an interesting road in the NFL, um, let's go on to our best player born today, which is Irving Fryer. It's September 28th. Happy birthday. Irving Fryer, All-American at Nebraska. He was the first overall pick in the 1984 draft by the Patriots. Um, he spent 17 seasons in the NFL for New England, Miami, Philly, and Washington. And he played in Super Bowl XX, which we all know is the greatest Super Bowl to ever be played. Because the Bears won it. 46-10. Don't forget it. Greatest year in the history of the world. 1985. Um, but Irving Fryer, <laughs> um, he, uh, he, it was interesting. He actually didn't have any of his 1,000-yard seasons until after his seventh season in the NFL. And then he had five of the next six were 1,000-yard seasons as he got older. So as he got older, he got better. Or the NFL changed. So however you want to look at it. But he played until 2001. And uh, he had over 12,000 yards receiving and 84 touchdowns. Josh, Irving Fryer, what do you think of when you think of him? I think of prison. That's what I think of. Yeah, I was going to say that, that <laughs> after he retired in 2015, he was found guilty with his mom for conspiring to defraud six banks. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I guess it's kind of cool he was doing it with his mom. Like, they were like, you know, doing something together. <laughs> that was mean, so. man. That was mean. That was mean. Oh, my gosh. Well, I remember really liking Irving Fryer. And I remember him playing with Dan Marino and... I remember him playing on the Patriots and like I have some of his football cards. Uh, I, I remember liking him as a player, uh, but he, he did have issues um, while in the NFL and in college at Nebraska and obviously with his mom in 2015. Irving Fryer, happy birthday, September 28th. Well, Josh, we are almost out of time, so we got to get to other sports real quick. Um, oh, you know what, though, Josh? We need to talk about what the best player or best play and worst play of the week was. That's right. We do. I was All right. Say. So what is your, what is your, what is your best play of the week? So best play of the week, uh, I have basically two, um, I had two kind of plays, but they're both kind of almost the exact same thing. But uh, Patrick Mahomes was like absolutely about to get sacked. And then he just tossed it back to Hilaire in like this very crazy way. And hmm. he avoided the sack and Hilaire actually got some, you know, got some of uh, the lost yardage back. And yeah, it was actually kind of crazy. I also had Russell Wilson with that little like shuffle pass he had to, uh, I think it was to Javante. Okay. And he was also like, just about, like had like, like 19 arms on him while he was just like pop and just got it out of there. So, wow. My, my best play actually is the Patriots. Um, it's uh, Mac Jones. Um, he he handed the so they're going for two points, okay? Um, and uh, to make the t make the game a one score game against the Baltimore Ravens, and he hands the ball off, and the running back is just mauled. And as the running back's going down, he flips the ball back to Mac Jones, and Mac Jones like twists and curves around players and gets into the end zone for the two point conversion. It was one of the most fun two-point conversions I've ever seen. If you have not seen it, watch the Baltimore uh, Patriots game. Uh, I think it was in the fourth quarter. It was quite entertaining. What's your worst play of the week? I don't know if you saw this or not, but there was a butt fumble this week. A and butt no fumble? No, yeah, nobody gave it any attention at all. Delvin Cook ran into his offensive lineman's butt. Oh, I did. And I put did it on the see ground. that. Did no one see this? <laughs> like, Yeah, how did that not get any airtime? I mean, Mark Sanchez must be blowing up his own Twitter, being like, guys, come <laughs> on. There is someone else. It's not just me. It happens. It's a thing that happens in the NFL. Uh, that's really funny. That is really, really funny. Um, my, actual, my actual worst play of the week is uh, Jimmy Garoppolo walking out the back of the end zone. Oh, man. Poor Garoppolo. 
Dan Orlovsky did. Oh man, that's terrible. At least, at least, like he didn't like run like down it. You know what I mean? Like, or didn't Orlovsky like he ran out of bounds, but then he like kept running. Like, <laughs> I think like, he did <laughs> on the line, like the back of the end zone, like and then tried to throw the ball. And that's the guy that's giving like great, you know, quarterback uh, analysis on the ESPN. Oh. <laughs> and he says the most asinine things too. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you, yeah. You're an idiot. Yeah. You're an idiot. Um, mine actually is. I'd like to say it's the punt in the butt, but that actually is one of my favorite plays. So, um, one of the worst <laughs> plays has got to be Justin Fields. Um, literally runs like three yards over the line of scrimmage and then throws the ball. Oh like, my gosh! I, I it wasn't was even so close. <laughs> I like. I thought I was gonna break something. I was so angry. <laughs> What's hilarious is that, like, like, like the. I think like the referees were all kind of looking at each other, like, okay, so we know, all they know didn't that know that what was to say because right? we're like, wait, wait, did he throw the ball like five yards after the line of scrimmage? Like, I mean, I mean, I guess let's check the tape, but <laughs> it, was, it wasn't even close. Like he like went over the line of scrimmage, took two steps, like called a bus driver. The bus drove him over another few yards. And then, and then he got off the bus and threw the ball. Like, it was embarrassing. Oh, Ugh, worst play of the day. All right, Josh. All right. We got to get to other sports talk. All right. NBA season is coming up. The Bulls. Oh, hold on. One, we forgot one other thing. Hold on. Oh. Uh, in the fantasy foot, football, I alluded to, or earlier in the podcast, I alluded to uh, Devontae Smith, uh, and how I would recommend dropping him. So in fantasy football, you make bad decisions. And that's okay. Mm. You just pick him right back up. It's all good. No <laughs> one's ever going to remember that you dropped him and picked him back up when he scores all the fantasy points in the world. All right? No <laughs> one's going to be like, oh, you dropped him this week. <laughs> like, oh, no, I still won. Except so. except I will remember. Like, I remember, like, seeing you dropped Deshaun, uh, uh, Deshaun Smith, right? I'm sorry. I can never say his name right Devontae now. Smith. Devonte Smith, and then like literally like a few days later, picked him back up. <laughs> like I said, you can make bad decisions; just turn it right around. Yep. Turn and now you've around. dropped Allen Robinson. Are you going to be picking him back up? No shame. No shame. If I need to, I will. I'll do it tonight. <laughs> I like your confidence. I would say it's arrogance, but that's okay. Um, all right, Josh. Well, because you were so selfish with your time, and you're you're so arrogant. Um, we had no time to talk about other sports, so you'll have to wait till next week to talk to us to hear a little bit about extreme ironing. That's right. That's a sport. But until then, stay cynical. Bye.